had I had a message for tonight, and um, this morning I went, I was reading my Bible. I woke up this early this morning, I was reading, and um, I couldn't get past the chapter um, that I that I was reading, and God just gave me something completely different for tonight. So I know that it is meant for somebody. I, know, I don't know that it's meant for everybody, but... I do believe that God, God gave it to me for someone. So I just want to say that, first of all, God is a promise keeper. God is a promise keeper. Um, he, he kept the promise. I'm, I'm reading in Joshua. He kept the promise, um, to the Israelites, uh, bringing them into the promised land, the promise that he made with Abraham years and years and years before. But he kept the promise. He brought the Israelites out of bondage into, into the promised land. And so, um, I want you to know that God is a promise keeper. I want to ask you, what has he promised you? What has God promised you? Has he, has he given you, um, a dream or, um, has he, has he promised, um, some kind of purpose for you, um, some kind of, um, healing or restoration in your marriage or, um, a prodigal son or maybe some of you are like, I don't even know what, what is, what is the promise that God has given me? His word is so full of promises. His word is full of promises of healing, of provision, of protection, hope, and a future. His word is full of promises. So if you don't know what the promise of God is for you, then you need to get in the word and read it and know that it's truth and that he never lies. He, he never lies. His word is truth and that they are promises for you. Okay. And so I've been reading in Joshua and I was reading in uh, Joshua chapter 11 um, today. And so I just want to kind of give you, um, just kind of get you up to speed. So the Israelites, they've been through the wilderness for 40 years. Um, Moses has just passed away and Joshua has just taken them across the Jordan, all the Israelites across the Jordan into the promised land. Okay, so that's where we're at. And I'm going to kind of jump around in chapter 11. So if you want to go back and read it later um, on your own, you can. Um, but it says, um, There was not a city that made peace with the children of Israel, except the Hivites and uh, the inhabitants of Gibeon. All the others they took in battle, for it was the Lord to harden their hearts that they should come against Israel in battle, that he might utterly destroy them and that they might receive no mercy, but that he might destroy them as the Lord had commanded Moses. So the Israelites have just come into the promised land and it's not, it's not just given to them. The promised land is inhabited by by their enemies by the israelites enemies so they are having to go to war even though they entered into the promised land they are still having to fight for their promise so i want you to know that you've give, been given a promise but it's not going to just be given to you there is effort that has to take place the israelites had to go to war to get what god had promised them so some of us have been saying god 
you've made me this promise. I feel like I'm where I'm supposed to be. I feel like I'm doing what you've called me to do, but I am in a battle. I'm in war right now. Everything is coming against me and I don't know why. And God wanted me to tell you tonight because you have to drive out the enemy. The Israelites did not just come in to the promised land and it was automatically theirs. Um, it says earlier in chapter 11 that the battle that they were in, all the kings came together and the army was like the sand on the seashore. That's how many, how many men they were having to battle. They were having to battle so many men. It was in multitude. It says sand that is on the seashore in multitude. And they had many horses and chariots. And they came together and camped and fought against Israel. But the Lord said to Joshua, Do not be afraid of them. For tomorrow about this time I will deliver all of them slain before Israel. So they had to fight they had to fight their enemy, even though it was vast, even though it was scary, even though maybe the odds was, it looked like the odds were against them. They had to fight in order to get what God had promised them. So we have to fight for our promise, for our promised land. God helped God helped the Israelites, but there has to be an effort. There had to be an effort. There had to be an obedience. The Israelites had to be obedient to the Lord to obtain their promise. So we have to be obedient to the Lord. We have to, we have to um, take action. We have to fight for our promise. Okay. They had to remove the enemy. They had to remove the enemy from their promised land. Okay, so I want to ask you, <laughs> well, first of all, I want to say, don't be afraid to fight. Do not be afraid to fight, to drive out the enemy because, because you have been given authority to trample over serpents and scorpions and all power of the enemy and nothing shall harm you. So I don't care what it is, what it is that you're fighting, know that you have been given the authority and that nothing can harm you, okay? Now, I want to ask you, or I want to tell you that not to not to make peace with your enemy. So if I if I go back a little bit in the story, um, Joshua, Joshua kind of got tricked into into making a, a peace treaty with someone with the, the Hivats because it said that it made war against everyone but the Hivats Hivats um, and that was because they tricked Joshua into coming into a peace treaty with him they lied to him and said that they were from far away Joshua did not go to the Lord to ask you know if what he should do he just automatically made an agreement with him and so I want to say do not make peace with your enemy Enemies. Do not make peace with your enemies. Do not try to rationalize. 
Do not try to rationalize depression. Do not try to rationalize anxiety. Do not try to rationalize um, fear or addiction. Do not make peace with the enemy and try to try to take that into the promised land or keep it in your in the promised land. You have got to drive out the enemy in Jesus' name. Take authority over it in Jesus' name. So I just want to encourage every single lady that is battling right now that is um, that is fighting for their promise fighting and it, it maybe Maybe it's not some, maybe you feel like I'm, I've already reached my pro- promised land. I've already reached my purpose. I'm, I'm where I feel like God has wanted me. Um, but what about, what about the prodigal? Um, we have to be prepared to fight on the behalf of the pro- prodigal. We have to be uh, prepared to, to go to battle with our brothers and sisters that are still fighting for their promised land. So I hope that that makes some kind of sense. I hope that resonates with someone because I felt it so strong this morning. It was so powerful what God was speaking to me. I don't know if I got it out the way it was given to me this morning. But after all of that, um, at the very the very end of Joshua chapter 11, it says the land was able to rest from war. So there is going to be a time where you get to rest. There is going to be a time that you get to rest. But if you're going through the battle, don't feel like um, you're not where you're supposed to be. You're not doing what you're supposed to be. The battle can be the hardest. The battle can be the hardest when you are right where you're supposed to be. When you are about to take what has been promised to you. So don't stop fighting. Don't be discouraged. Don't get weary. Keep going. Keep fighting. The battle is yours. The battle is yours. We are victorious. We are victorious in Jesus' name. So I just want to pray over you, ladies. God, I thank you for this word. I thank you that it is going out to whoever you have um, given it to, whoever you've called it to go out to, God. And I just pray that for every person that is that is fighting a battle right now, that is waging war for their promised land, that you bring um, that you bring courage, God. That you bring them courage. That you bring them boldness, Lord. I pray that you bring them endurance, Jesus. Help us to have endurance as we are fighting the battle, Lord. And it may seem like it's long, but God. Give us endurance to continue. Show us what we're fighting for, Lord. Show us show us what we're fighting for and then help us to fight harder. Help us to, um, to be courageous and bold and fight even harder. Help us to gain territory, God. Um, and I just come against every spirit of um, discouragement in the name of Jesus. I bind that spirit of discouragement. I silence the lies of the enemy in the name of Jesus. I come against the spirit of unworthiness. I come against the spirit of fear in the name of Jesus. Anything that would come and try to hinder us from fulfilling our our plan, our purpose, from, uh, from being able to enter into the promise that you have for us, God. I just cancel every assignment of the enemy in the name of Jesus, every assignment over 
our lives, God, to um, assignments of death, assignments of infirmity in the name of Jesus, and assignments of destruction in the name of Jesus. Let those assignments be canceled right now in the name of Jesus. Strengthen us, Lord. Bring us rest. Bring us comfort, Lord. And then bring us peace, God. Bring us into our promised land and bring us peace in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. All right, ladies, I hope that resonated with somebody. I really, really felt strongly about it this morning and felt like it was for somebody um, specific. So I love y'all, ladies. I hope that y'all have a wonderful night. Thank y'all for bearing with me with all of my Internet issues. <laughs> I will see y'all next week. Bye.